Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time you choose to listen to us, we are just so unbelievably thankful that you do. And you are listening to another youth ministry podcast where we strive to refocus, recapture, and realign student ministry with a grace-filled and gospel-focused vision. This podcast is a ministry of the Board of Youth and Young Adults of the Bible Fellowship Church. My name is Chris, one of your hosts, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Jared and Tim. Great to be here. It's awesome. Mm. Good to be back. Regular scheduled episodes. It's good. Right into your ears. Yes. What Jared said. I don't yeah, I didn't know where he was going with that. Right in your I ears. Love no, I typically listen to my podcast through my nose. Do you? Yeah. It's fun weird. I, I, I prefer ears. Podcast ears. to the ears. Podcast to the ears. Well, you know, how close to your do you like to do you mainly listen to your podcast with your headphones or while you're driving? So mm, you know like driving. Kind of a mix of both. Because I think we mentioned this back a while ago I oh, listen yeah. to him when I go shopping mm. yes. go shopping so I've connected He's my the car shopper and then I throw my headphones in when I go outside nice yeah, he ignores people in the I store I, I do the one ear one ear I think we one talked ear. about this a little bit and I, I just can I can I, I feel I, rude and when I have headphones yeah. when I'm out and about can I ask you guys a question where we're talking about headphones just for consumer protection or our uh, product what am I trying to say I, I don't know, know. <laughs> I don't consumer know quality control they're, they're, consumer they're, quality control yeah or yeah the quality control of products bought by consumers that's what I'm trying to say I got these headphones from uh, Marshall's their Bluetooth ones. Yeah. And I, you know, they would kind of like go in and out for a little while and then eventually kind of adjust while I work out. But I went for a run today with them and they were like a horrible radio in and out on both ears constantly. Yeah. Is that so normal? That's called a bad set of headphones. Okay. Yep. So it's time to return them. It's time to buy quality. So so you have like good good Bluetooth I, headphones. For the AirPod Max. <laughs> I, I spend money on the things that I will use uh, on either a every, once a week, things like that. I that's why I that's where I so do it. So you heard it here first. Buy good headphones. Yep. There you yep. go. So Well, it's really just comes down to any buying financial advice is you, you get what you pay for. That's right. That's right. So that's one of my frustrations with my headphones. Speaking of frustrations, um, today, was that a good segue, Tim? Uh, no. No? <laughs> <laughs> but keep going. No, I think- We love should, it. I think you should take I over think, now. I think so many people listen to this podcast for our terrible segues. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's one thing that they said in the reviews that we don't get. <laughs> I love your terrible segues. <laughs> I would love if someone reviewed that and it yeah. was five stars and said, I, yeah. I love your terrible segues. <laughs> please, please be that person. If you haven't reviewed our podcast on Apple Podcasts, do that and write, I love your terrible segues. All right, all right Chris. Well, go ahead now. I, I kind of am embarrassed. So I, I kind of want you to no, we are We are talking about one of our frustrations in student ministry, and it has to do with uh, ecclesiology, which is a fancy word for the doctrine of the church, which is really just another way of saying, what does the Bible tell us about what the church is, who the church is, what the church does, who's a part of the church, how they do it, all those things. And student ministry is supposed to function within the confines of the doctrine of the church that's laid out in scripture. And um, because we're in a fallen world, all of our ministries mine, Jared's, the one that Tim used to lead. Um, <laughs> Let's make sure we keep saying that. Used, used to, lead. to lead. It's like an asterisk. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yep. 
No. Uh, no, no. We almost got a soundbite, and Jared, Jared said no. Like he's he's controlled. Not it. worth it. All right, whatever. So anyway, all of our ministries, some way or another, in a fallen world, are outside the bounds of this. And I think part of what we want to do is with the reformers. There's a Latin phrase called semper reformanda, always reforming. That because we're sinners, because we're imperfect, we are always going to have to refine recapture and realign our student ministries with a mm. grace-filled and gospel-focused vision Whoa. according to Scripture. <laughs> no, that was the wrong one. That was the wrong I know, one. I hit the wrong one. Ah, yeah, there, there we go. Is. There it is. I was proud of Chris. That was we great. Can, we can Wasn't edit it? that out. We're passionate about this, um, and that's yeah. what, so we're talking about disconnects in, um, you know, the ch- disconnects of youth ministry and the church. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and this one's, I think, all three of us, yes. and that's why we're here, and this this youth, like, this podcast is, we're very passionate about the the church, God's church, right. the local, the local, the universal church that, you know, we want our students to love yeah. the body of Christ, not the body of youth. Absolutely. And, <laughs> so, and, and, and if you think about it, all of ministry is really taking bad theology, which leads to wrong belief and wrong behavior and wrong worship and correct it with truth that is then infuses the heart to have right worship, right behavior, but obviously empowered by the gospel and the spirit. So what we want to do is talk about some of what drives us crazy, but then also humbly admitting, right, guys, all of our ministries have holes as well. And where we fall prey. Yeah, right. absolutely. So yeah, so this is not us pointing the finger at any specific ministry, except for Jared Cruz's. I'm just kidding. I had to bring him back. Jared, we love your ministry. Thank you for listening. And once once again, enjoy your new baby. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you have his social security number. If you know what you're talking about, yeah, it's out there. You missed that, that last episode. So, Tim, since you were the most passionate in our pre-show conversation about this topic, what is one of the first areas that uh, or disconnects that drives you bonkers? I, I think the what drives me the most nuts and biggest disconnects are when youth youth ministries look completely. Um, different than uh you know the church the church your corporate gathering of the church of of, of that particular church yes okay. yeah when they are so you know like if i walk in and i experience the youth the youth ministry um and let's say you know it's like it's <clears throat> it's lights and it's 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 smoke and it's these emotional feely things the songs are just like the most pop trendy songs you've ever heard and um they're blaring things left and right and uh the games go on for the whole entire evening and it's just a party and there's food everywhere and then i step in the church and the church is like playing um hymns on the organ and and like i've seen this yeah. like and this exists where it's disconnected so now you just have all these students you've given them this experience you're sending them through their high school years they're they love it it's exciting they don't even know what Woo-hoo. they're excited about they don't even know pizza um right Mountain Dew. And then they go off, they go to college, and then they try. And let's say they really want, they want, like, I need to be in that again. And there you go out looking, trying to find that experience they had. Yeah, and maybe they're not looking for pizza and Mountain Dew, but they're looking for the feeling that they got, which was really all about... Um, about them, co- yeah, and and consumerism, yeah. So there, so that and that and that translates to adults that look for that in the broader yes. church. Yeah. Now I do want to make this little caveat here. Um, there are churches, you know, I can think of one right now in our valley. I was looking all over their website, and how they do church is very similar to that. And then their youth ministries look just like it. At least they're being consistent. I think yep. what you're getting to is, hey, churches that the pastor is preaching the word of God, they're singing rich songs, they're gathering corporately, and then your youth ministry looks like that. What's 
what's happening mm-hmm. there. Right, right. So that's yeah. that's one of mine. I think the challenge would also be a reverse, though. If the church does look like that, and you're doing a youth ministry completely different yeah. from that, you're you're because yeah. the ministry has to align with the vision, yes. the broad vision of the church. Yes. And if you're not going to do that, then you're you're off in two different paths, and you're I, never going to connect. It's siloed ministry. Yeah. So, so okay, let's actually define that. Di- that's 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 a diagnostic. What is this root of that right there? One of the roots is a siloed ministry where the youth pastor, whether he has done this or a lot of times the elders and the and the pastors have either intentionally or lazily hands off yeah. said, go ahead and do your thing. And the guy comes up with his own mission, vision, core values, whether he does it on paper or not, it's in his brain and just does his own thing. And they're like, well, there's attendance. Great. Yeah. And eventually that, eventually that will all cause a split in your church or yep. problems, issues. So that's mine. So uh, you you heard it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Tim's frustrated with that. Yeah, I mean, I think one of those frustrations that feeds off of that is when the, the corporate body doesn't show interest in the youth ministry, mm-hmm. creating yeah. the other side of that silo of like, yes. oh, all they cared about is the numbers or the number of attending. And they look at it like, oh, well – you're not doing well because there's only 12 kids showing up. And so apparently there's something wrong with this. Um, but those 12 kids are growing, maturing, serving in other areas of the church. But the majority of the body is not involved in that. So I think finding a way to corporately involve the youth in the larger body, whether they're serving in the nursery, whether they're serving um, up front on the worship team, or they're serving behind the scenes and some tech rules or whatever, getting them involved. And so adults are taking a concentrated investment in them in discipling them, not letting it up to the youth leaders or the youth pastor. Yeah. In in this whole conversation too, I think it's important for youth leaders and youth pastors out there that are in youth ministries. You need to, you, it, it all starts with you loving the local body. Mm-hmm. If you don't love the local body and you're just in youth ministry because, you know, you thought it'd be fun to put events together and you just want to give kids a good time and you want to get as many kids from the community out because you just, you love them and you think it's cool to have them together and that's why you jumped into youth ministry. Yeah, you play dodgeball. There's a problem yeah. and it's going to, it's eventually, it's going to fall apart. Yeah. I think a helpful text um, here is, <clears throat> well, First, a general statement. When you read the epistles, uh, I don't ever see the Apostle Paul pausing to write to the student ministry of the church at Ephesus or Colossae. He does take time to address maybe specific groups like husbands, wives, children, children. et cetera. Absolutely. Young men. Yeah. yeah. So, But one of the things that, that strikes me is in Titus uh, Titus chapter 2, um, he, he, he says, but as for you, Titus, teach as the pastor— what accords with sound doctrine, and then talks about the way older men are supposed to live. But then he talks about the way older women are supposed to live. And then he says that the older women in verse four, they are to, or the end of verse three into verse four, they are to teach what is good and so train the young women to love their husbands and their children. So you see this interconnectedness that the older women are concerned with the way that the younger women live their lives, what they believed, and how they are at home. And so you don't see a permission to be completely siloed in the New That's Testament right. anywhere. There it is. Um, or let's, we believe all the Bible's the word of God, the Old Testament especially. You read yep. Deuteronomy chapter six, and yep. it's not just fathers and their children, it's the whole Israel teaching right. younger Israel about what their, who their God is and what he has done. Yeah. Um, I think a big, you know, 
maybe you guys have seen this, when all of your youth leaders are college age or young adults, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. There needs to be some maturity mixed in there as well. I mean, you're going to have energy, you're going to have excitement, but you can have that as well when you have generations of leaders. Yep. So then you also get more wisdom from those leaders. Those those older w- leaders are tend to be the ones that end up supporting and helping and mentoring you as a youth pastor. Which I think leads, can I share what bugs me? Yeah, uh, the bring probably it. One of the most crazy thing that bugs me that, that relates to this topic is when I've talked to older people about getting involved in student ministry, about mentoring a young mm-hmm. person, I've heard this from the most godly older people numerous times. I bet you already know what it is. Can, do you even want to guess? No, we're listening. I'm too okay. old. We're, we're on the yeah. Well, I'm too old, and they say this: they don't want to learn anything from me. I don't have anything I, to offer. I don't have anything to offer them. I can't connect with that generation, mm. and 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 they'll and they'll, and then they'll put us ah that day get someone younger to do it. It's like whoa, dude, whoa. They might not want to at this mm-hmm. moment hear from you, but they need to hear from you. Yeah. Well, Let's also remember too in youth ministry. I, I kind of always chuckle in my head when I was in youth ministry that you know here we are right we're these youth pastors and we're like we're teaching these youth students and and it's like we 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 know how they work and how they function and 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 these are kids of parents most of the time none of us have had a teenager yet yeah that's right. Nor did we learn how to disciple a teenager yeah, as a parent. Right. So that's right. another reason where- My you know, oldest is your five, point. your oldest is- uh, Six. Your oldest eight. is eight. Yeah. yeah so so go, Jared's the winner. Goes right. back to Chris's point. You need to you, you need the generations there, not only just for your students to have like the older people to your you know parent age to your teens, but even for yourself, you need people going, that are sitting there going like, oh, you know, Chris, I- <laughs> I heard what you're talking about, but you know, I've learned as a parent this doesn't work what you're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. Or or yeah, the application might be off. Which is why I love the fact that I have I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I have at least three, maybe more, parent student mm-hmm. ministry leaders. And when I am preaching and make an application and I see them nodding, mm-hmm. not that I need their approval, <laughs> right. That's a confirmation right. that I'm I'm getting this right. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, because like you said, yeah, I'm my oldest is five. I, I don't know what it's like to parent a teenager. Yeah. And I actually, I, I say that a lot to parents when I counsel them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, no, I've never done this, but here's what I know the Bible says. And here's, I might encourage you to get together with a godly parent who's already done this. Yeah. So that was kind of our little vent session. Yeah. Wasn't well, it? I think it's important to go back to that topic, kind of give some application to this. Like when someone says that, like I'm too old or I won't connect them, start with like, do you have a pulse? Are you are you a person? Like, are you alive? Are you a believer? Like, you, and, but obviously you build to that. Like, you don't yeah. want just a, someone with a pulse. But you, yeah, you start with that. Like, yes, you're alive. Yes, they might not connect you. But how do you form friendships? You don't just automatically connect with someone. You spend time with them. Yes. You get to know them. And so, like, if they have a heart for students, if they have a heart for discipleship, they you know get them involved. Like, say, well, come hang out with us for a night, see what's like. Or, yeah, or get involved for a couple of weeks and see what it's like. So you get your foot wet. Before you just say no. And I think in, in your teaching, too, with the students, you encourage them to listen to the wisdom of the older mm-hmm. the well, older, older generation. Well, we, as we close this episode, um, we want to ask you all, like, what are some frustrations that you have when you see the disconnects between youth ministry um, and the church? Um, also, if you have some things that frustrate you in the about youth ministry- and, Or about this podcast. About, about this po- <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, or the, your reach out are to terrible. us. Reach out to us. We want to hear what you're thinking. So. Yeah. 
Well, thank you for listening to this episode of another Youth Ministry Podcast. Please connect with us on Instagram at another YM Podcast, or you can email us at another YM Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear what you're thinking and your thoughts, and even give us some recommendations of things you would love us to talk about. 